So we do honor the presence of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> you know, that's one thing that we uh, contend for and always want to make sure that we remain to be a ministry that's based on his presence. <clears throat> because one of the things about it, we're not showing up here for you. To <laughs> it's great that you show up, but if he, if he doesn't show up. <laughs> So we glad that he is here. Yeah, hallelujah. And so it's 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 been good. Uh, I, I I will say this: make sure uh, you know, even as we've been ministering on things of the spirit, you know, in even as we just go deeper. This is the thing I, I love about it: you never touch bottom. <laughs> you never touch a bottom as it as it uh, pertains to the depth. Of, of just understanding it and moving in the ways of God. So even as we've been ministering on walking in the spirit, living by the spirit, the things of the spirit, have our spirits open. Amen. <clears throat> and so um, it's, we want to make sure that we stay in communion uh, with, with the Holy Spirit. And, uh, and I'm telling you, it's just been a great time uh, just investing in his presence, uh, investing time in his presence with a greater awareness of, of him being there and hearing him talking and hearing him give instructions and, and guidance. And I don't know about you, but I, I, I've realized, you know, I've been, uh, you know, since we asked about in, encounters and, you know, had the invitation for encounters, I've been dreaming, dreaming more. <laughs> and so it, it, it was one night. Uh, you know, I, I had some dreams, uh, had some dreams this morning and, uh, you know, I just had to wake up and just write down as much as I could. I was like, man, Lord, thank you. Lord, Lord, thank you, because it was something I wasn't even thinking about. But he gave some 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 insight on some things that, you know, you've been pondering on. And it was like, OK, that's that's some good con confirmation there. So I was excited about it and how, again, God's just ministering uh, just by his spirit and making sure that we stay connected to his spirit. You know, I said before, but, you know, the earth talks about this it was in scripture in Romans, how the earth is waiting, groaning, waiting for the sons of God to be revealed. And so we know that it's a, a lot going on in the world and it's actually an exciting time because that's just an indication for our manifestation. Everything that's going on, it's just an indication for our manifestation, for us to be able to uh, flow and move in another dimension in the things of the spirit because the scripture again it's, it's revelation it says the earth is groaning waiting in expectation for the sons to be revealed and then again in scripture it says that the sons of God are led by the spirit so this is just a wonderful time for, for the Holy Ghost and so we do have a responsibility to make sure that we stay in the spirit. <laughs> Turn to someone right now and say, stay in the spirit. Don't get out. <laughs> Turn to someone else and say, I said, stay in the spirit. Don't get out of the spirit. <laughs> Woo. You know, we say this phrase often that, you know, yeah, let's let's keep in touch whenever you meet somebody. I want to kind of I believe, you know, I want to flow with this you know, idea and just see where we we end up with. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's in the spirit. There's a whole bunch going on, so we just gonna, we just going to flow. Um, and then I, I know we're going to hit what needs to be hit. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. But I know the thing that, you know, as it talks about for us in the spirit, for us as believers to be able to rise up and to be able to manifest, it is our time. Like never before for us to be able to be in the spirit, but not just be in the spirit. But like, hey, I'm I'm spiritual, but to be in demonstration. To be in demonstration of the spirit, because right now for, for many people, you know, the spirit is it's all kinds of spirits. <laughs> it's all kinds of spirits. But there is one who remains supreme and who looks to be in demonstration through the sons. And even if you're female, you're included. Of course, this is gender neutral in, in that sense. And so what God looks to do, because y'all know God loves, God loves people. He loves people. And so what it is for us to be revealed is not just to be, just to be revealed alone, but to reach out and touch <laughs> somebody's hand. But then to do this by the Spirit, it's real easy for us to be able to engage people in the flesh. But we don't want to do that as believers. There's another level that I believe that the Lord wants us to just continue to grow and come up with and to come up in. So let's go there. I want you to turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. First Corinthians chapter two, um, and I'll let, I think, I think I'm actually reading from the New King James. This is the New King James here. <clears throat> you know, when you're in connection with God, then he gives us an ability to be able to touch other people's lives. By the spirit. And nobody can do that quite like the church can. And, you know, there's this thing that I've heard. There's this ideology. There's this phrasing that I've heard that people say that the church is out of touch. And then what they mean by that is that, you know, with all the stuff that's going on, all, all the ideologies and the, the way that the world thinks like, well, man, the church is old fashioned. The Bible's outdated. The way that people believe is out of touch. But that's not, that's not so. And we're going to talk about how, how, how we touch. And so what we see here, and we know as far as for believers, sometimes when we think about that, it's like, well, man, the world, if you look at it on the outside, out on the outside, the world just looks like it's just jacked up. <laughs> you got a whole bunch of stuff going on right now in the world, but us as believers, it's not like, man, I don't want to, I don't want to touch that. Cause what it is, is we need to be able to touch their heart. When they say, when I hear people say, man, the church is out of touch, I hear it in a different manner. And I was like, God, you know, I never thought about it like that before, but it's like, man, not out of touch in the sense that, yeah, I'm just going to relate to your sin. But no, there's some heart issues. There's some things of the spirit that men are dealing with that they don't know how to deal with that we can speak to. Amen. But if we're not careful, we'll, we'll, we'll be like, because the church knows the hearts of men. And so it's like, man, I don't want to touch the world. You know, sometimes I've seen it like that uh, where you get saved and then you have you don't want to do anything with anybody that's not a Christian. 
It's like, well, because we know scripture says that the hearts of men is evil and wicked. And, and who can understand it? But the Lord says, look, I do. I search the hearts of men. And then we see this here. First Corinthians chapter two, verse nine through 12. But as it is written, I has not seen nor ear heard nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. The things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit for the spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God for what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of man, which is in him. Even so, no one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. Now, we have received, someone said, we have received, not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God. So, have you received the Spirit who is from God? That we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. Now, I want to walk through this a little bit here and just kind of lay some groundwork. <laughs> as we pick up, y'all know when we go back to the garden, because I, I remember it was a little while ago, ministered on being in touch with the spirit and just uh, being in connection with our spirit, with the spirit of God. And we talked about uh, the woman with the issue of blood. And when you're in touch with the spirit of God, how virtue flows out and how things can happen. But then there's some other stuff that we want to deal with as far as for being in touch by the spirit. And I'll explain what that means, but let me start here. When we go back to the garden and touching people's lives by the Spirit, when we go back to the garden, we remember when Adam and Eve, when they sinned, the question that the Lord asked was what? Where are you? And when I was looking at that, what he was doing is something that's very important. There's this thing called echolocation. What echolocation is, is when there's sound that is released to help detect where objects are. Sound that is released to help where objects are. And I remember when I talked about the blind man, and sometimes they hit, hit the cane, and the echo of the sound helps to detect where things are. So, because I looked at it before, and I was like, God, when it, when it talks about, and they heard his voice walking in the cool of the day. And then he said, where are you? Then I realized it was about a year ago that I had some issues going on with my heart, with the physical heart. And so what they had to do was do, give, uh, do something or use something or have something called an echocardiogram. What the echocardiogram does this, it releases sound waves and begins to be able to map out and create a picture of the heart to see what's going on. Going somewhere with this. So God was doing, even in the garden, I liken that to echolocation or doing an echocardiogram because something was wrong, something was amiss with Adam's heart. When he was walking, when the voice was walking, being released in the garden, it was mapping out, hey, you know what, what's going on? There's a, there's a heart rhythm that's off. There's the spirit of man, the heart of man, which I've been in touch with, which is no longer beating. The Lord said this, if you eat of the tree, you shall surely die. They didn't die physically, but there was a disconnection in the heart. 
And so when the Lord says, where are you? It's a heart thing. Now, even when we talk about just being in touch by the spirit and I guess a plain way to say this, being in relationship to one another by the spirit, not just after the flesh. We really want to make sure that we just connect to one another in another dimension by the heart. And a part of being able to do that, this is key, is echolocation or echocardiogram or shall we say this, conversation. This is one of the things that takes place for us to be able to pick up one another in the spirit. But we got to talk. That's one of the things that, uh, you know, I picked up even thinking about this, that, you know, one thing that, uh, you know, prophet, you know, she'll, she'll mention the one thing that she's good at, that just having a question, it's like, hey, you know, where are you? How are you doing? And then what it is, it's like, a boop. I remember when I was having those things, they had to stick all this different stuff on me, on my chest. First of all, they had to put some gel on me. It was a process for them to be able to scan my heart to see what was going on. So they had to put some gel on to make sure things were smooth, right? And it was cool, but then they started sticking stuff on me so that way they can get a map of what's going on on my heart. And then as the sound was being released, my heart was making a noise. So as it was get, getting a, a map of the heart in the physical, my heart was making the noise. Doesn't the Bible say out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So even as it pertains to us just being able to walk in the spirit for one another, we don't want to regard each other after the flesh anymore. It's real easy to do. But when we have conversation. When we have conversation, it's important because this is something that you realize a lot of people will be like Adam. They don't want to say anything. Or some people are in hiding. Well, we hid ourselves. No, no, no. We need to talk. Even if it's issues, that's tough issues. Guess what? It ain't going nowhere until it's dealt with and you got to deal with it in the spirit. And eventually, it's one of the things where it comes to the point you can't just be alone. No, you got to be in present. You'll be like, okay, now, after we've prayed in the spirit, we can walk in the spirit. Now we need to talk. So that way there can be a, 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 a diagram of what's going on in the heart. Oh, that's good. <laughs> This is spiritual. So the question is, where are you? Oh, turn to someone right now and say, where are you? Where are you? <laughs> oh, husbands and wives. This is what happens is you've ever heard people say, yeah, we've grown, we've grown apart. And they get divorced because we've grown apart because there was no communication. There was no dialogue. And hearts, and hearts get out of rhythm and they get off. So there has to be. Communication, even if it's tough communication, there has to be communication and it has to be communication. Um, even if it's tight and it's tense, it eventually has to get to a point where it's cool so that way we can see where the hearts are. Yeah, now we can come because you can't talk like you can't talk like that. And the church said, 
<laughs> we can't talk like, because nobody's hearing. Now we flowing. I know Pastor Gabe, he mentioned at the very end before Pastor Mike, he asked about, you know, praying for wisdom. Y'all know Solomon? It was two different, uh, two different scriptures where, the, where he was, uh, when God was dealing with him, the Spirit heard the voice of the Lord. One scripture said that he asked for knowledge and wisdom. But it was another translation in Kings. It said that he asked for, a, bottom line, in the Hebrew, it indicates that he asked for a listening heart. I was like, wow. And so, because this world, the Lord is looking for a harvest, a, a harvest of people to come in, and he's looking for laborers. But then for us, it's real, we don't want to make sure that we're just can, relating to people at the flesh, by the flesh only. Because the flesh will be a distraction. Scripture says this, man look at outward appearance, but God looks at... Boop. I'm just making that noise. It didn't even make that noise, I don't think. But I'm just making it. It just, yeah, it just sounds good. It just helps with the effect. So they were detecting. They had these things in my heart, and they were able to see. It's like, oh, yeah, your heart's not beating properly. It's like, and I didn't know what to do. I was the one with the issue. I couldn't tell. I knew something was going on with my heart, but I didn't know, and I knew I needed help. So I had to go to somebody that could help me. Imagine if I went to a place of a hospital, and I go there short, and they're like, oh, my gosh, she's got a bad heart. And they just walk away. Wow. Wow. I don't want to deal with it. They're dealing with an emergency. They have a bad heart. Wow. No. The earth is groaning. Yes. Yes. Look, I have a bad heart. I don't know what to do. I don't even know what to do with this stuff. And they know that, that they need God, but then if the sons aren't fully being led by the spirit, because, you know, the sons can be led by the flesh. And that's what many people have encountered in this world. We've heard it all the time. It's like, oh, my gosh, the church is this, the church is that, the church is this. But for us as believers, when, when someone meets a believer that's really led by the spirit of God and walking by the spirit, it's like, oh, it's a revelation. It's a difference because what happens is people say, oh, you're not like the others. Because they've encountered so many other people that have something to get their hearts straight, but then don't give it to them. They just deal with people according to the flesh. What we're after, wasn't this a ministry? Heart to heart? Come on. <laughs> we have this history, and it's still in the fabric. The still spirit remains. We, we minister to the heart. And so this is what God, God looks to do. And so when the world comes, you know you got the solution. They had to get me all ready. They had to prep me for work. <laughs> they had to do a scan, and the next thing you know... And you, they weren't just giving shots. They didn't just give me a pill and say, all right, go, go away. Now, they, they had to hook me up. They had to give me something 
some medicine that came, I forgot what that thing is with the bag, but has a medicine in it. IV. Yeah. Yeah, intravenous. That had a solution, and it had to get into my blood system. It had to get into my being, the solution. And guess what? I had to stay there. Don't move. This is what some people happen. I want to encourage us as believers in a heart ministry. Don't move. Stay, in other words, stay connected. Because it's, boom, it's medicine that's going on. When that thing first went in, guess what? It hurt. I was like, wow. I didn't react like, oh, oh my gosh. But I felt that thing on the inside and I felt that medicine. I was like, oh, Jesus. And it was like a tingling, and it was a pain. I was like, oh. You just take a little, and let that thing settle in. But that's by the Spirit. You know, the stuff that God will do now, because I understand when I woke up, when he says, you know what, you got to live by the Spirit, then on the other side of that, that means, hey, you know what, there's some more flesh that has to die. We'd be like, yeah, God, I'm going to live out of the spirit. I'm going to live out of the spirit. Oh, there's some more flesh that has to die. And the church said, amen. 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 And so as we die in the flesh and as we live out of the spirit, we, we become that much more effective in ministering and being able to minister to the hearts of people. Because if we take on, and it's the old covenant mindset that we don't want to be in, where if we see somebody dirty, because back then, um, if you touched somebody that was unclean, you were unclean. So if you were clean and then you touched somebody that was with leprosy or had an issue of blood or anything of that nature, if you touched somebody like like that, you that were clean, you then become unclean. But now, because of Jesus, thank God for Jesus, there's a difference, church. And it was so powerful because I heard Bill Johnson say this. The difference is this. Now, when you touch, you being clean, touch somebody that is unclean, they become clean. I put this in this rhyme and I'll say it again that we were dirty, now we're scared of dirt. And it was, it was real strong what I said, I'll finish it, but it says, we were dirty, now we're scared of dirt. The dead cells in the body will go back to earth. In other words, because you know, we shed. But dust that is in your house, that's the old you. I'm going to say that again. The dust that is in your house is the old you. Oh, so just turn to somebody right now and say, get rid of the old you in your house. (laughs) Clean up the old you. (laughs) Clean up the old you. You will never look at dust the same again. (laughs) Clean up the old you. Get rid of. Get rid of the old you. (laughs) That's what that dust is. You see dust, that's, that's your old dead skin cells that don't flaked off. Are you moving and shaking your stuff out? Clean. We don't want to flow because there's a new you every single day. 
that's available to us as we walk in the spirit. There's always freshness. There's fresh oil, there's freshness. So that's why the Lord's like, man, look, every single day in me, you live, move, have my being. And then this is who the world needs to come in contact with. The fresh you. It's not one of them things where we brag and say, and we get in the flesh, oh, you don't want to see the old me. Oh, you don't want to see the old me. Nobody does. The old you is, should be dead. <laughs> right, right, dead to that. Because check this out. Nobody goes in the house, sees dust, and be like, oh, there's the old me. Let, me. let me put that back on. Don't nobody do that. That's disgusting. Even, oh, my gosh. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Even when you think about it, even when you breathe in the old you, your body reacts differently. You, you can't even move with the old you anymore. You're not supposed to. You get sick if you just stay in the old you. You need to wake up in the morning and be like, up, oh, I'm new. Shucks, wake up to your husband or wife and say, good morning, new. <laughs> and then your spouse can respond, good morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, God. Oh, yeah, the trainer yesterday. God, good breath is God breath. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, so how are you breathing on people? That's spirit. Yeah, how are you breathing on people? So, uh, again, you can't breathe in the old you. <laughs> and you can tell because you react differently. So when stuff happens in life, do you respond in a sickly manner, the fleshly manner? Or do you respond out of the spirit where it's healthy and whole? So we want to walk in this newness so that way, <laughs> even if your work environment... We don't go around, oh my gosh, unclean, 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 unclean. No. This is one thing, even when I'm ministering to people, if it might be in the street or something like that, man, I, I go up to them and I'm like, man, I want to shake their hand. It's like, no, I'm going to touch you because what's on me? And then I say, what's your name? So then if I get a name, I know what name to call out in this, before the Lord and the Spirit too after our encounter. Because God, as we said, the spirit of God searches the hearts. That's right. He knows the hearts. And so it's important that in the spirit that we do this. So we want to, as a church, make sure that we stay in touch. Yes. Yes. We stay in touch. Yes. But by the spirit. Second Corinthians chapter five. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 16 through 20. 
And it says this, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 16 through 20. Therefore, from now on, we regard no one according to the flesh. We regard no one according to the flesh, even though we have known Christ according to the flesh, yet now we know him thus no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now, all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. Now, verse 20. Now, then. We as ambassadors for Christ, as though God were pleading through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. So that's our thing. We're not going around saying unclean, unclean, but we're saying, hey, be reconciled. The Lord is looking to restore in the spirit, by the spirit. Because there's many spirits in people that are adrift. So our responsibility when we're talking, when we're communicating, it is another way of, of echocardiogram of identifying where the hearts of people are. Yes. And then it's like this. It's like, well, man, you know what? We identified the sickness, but then it's like, hey, but we have the solution. And so we have to position ourselves to make sure that we stay in touch. Here's, here's some things, some simple things that I know many of us do, but just even a greater intentionality because you know what? When you do something for somebody, if the Lord places upon your heart to buy somebody's coffee, then it's not just a, a dollar uh, that's just going towards the co coffee, but it's an opportunity to be able to touch somebody's heart. If we're aware of that moment, it's like, man, God, I thank you, Lord, for this ministry of reconciliation. The Lord moves, and we thank God for the resources to be able to buy somebody's groceries or it's different things that whatever he places upon, upon the hearts. Like, God, I thank you, Lord, for allowing me in the spirit because he'll help us. He'll show us. He, he's the one that identifies people's hearts. And he knows who he needs to go to when and what needs to be said if we're in tune with the spirit. We thank God that God had somebody that he used to touch our hearts. <laughs> Whether we realize we needed help or not, I thank God that he called somebody to say, hey, you need Jesus. <laughs> so now regarding no one after the flesh it means that we don't trip over physical appearances or facial expressions we don't trip over physical experiences appearances or facial expressions someone that doesn't look like you 
We don't want to get caught or distracted by, by the flesh. It's like, God, what do you see? And then you'll be able to see beyond uh, the tattoos, or then you'll be able to see beyond even the smile that looks like everything is okay. That's how we are able to be in touch by the spirit because things are not always what they appear to the physical eyes. And so we don't want to regard, you know what, don't even regard the person that's to your left or to the right lightly. We don't want to regard anyone just by the flesh. Regarding no one means that we're not we don't relate to people based upon our physical senses, even if people have a different odor. <laughs> I remember talking to some people, and then as soon as you get close to their presence, it's like, wow. Your nose, and it's like, whoa. And it hits you in the gut. But the Spirit of God will be so strong on you and so strong in you that will move past all of that to be able to reach out and touch somebody. This is all for a reason because, man, I just believe that it's just, it's just going to be great revival across this land and the world and the people that we think least likely to get saved are going to be saved. But because somebody reached out to them, and God's going to use them. I mean, his glory has to be seen in the earth through you. And so it requires another boldness in the spirit. Because here's the thing, the stuff that God will have us do to reach out and touch somebody by the spirit, it means that we can't do it in and of our flesh. Because the flesh ain't going to want to do it not every time. And I said it wrong for a reason, because that's, that's how wrong the flesh is. The flesh don't want to do it, not ever time. But it says that the flesh is weak, but the spirit is what? <laughs> Willing. And so here's the other thing. We don't want to get lost when we regard the one according to the flesh. We don't want to get lost in personality. Whether they got a, 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 a crazy jacked up personality or whether they got something that's real charismatic. <laughs> the scripture says this, that the spirit of God bears witness with our spirit. And so there's some distinctions even as we, we reach out because there's, there's spirits that run rampant that are contrary to God. And so for us to be in demonstration, to know it's like, man, you know what? No, there's, there's, there is a true church. The Lord says this, that my sheep know my voice. Meaning this, then when he says, where are you? We say, here I am. There's a song that says, come out of hiding. And when we're, man, I was thinking about this. I'm like, man, when we fully get comfortable in walking and flowing and just in flowing in another dimension of the spirit, man, we're able to pour out. 
smoothly. And that comes with communion, which we talked about last week. And waiting and sitting before his presence. It's like, God, I thank you for pouring in so that way there's a continual pouring out of your spirit. (laughs) And then as he pours in, he allows our eyes to be open and to be able to see what we need to see. And again, to not to regard to one another just after the flesh anymore. But to be able to relate by the spirit. So let me share this point while it's on me to share right now. Don't take yourself lightly. And don't take the person that's to the left or to the right of you lightly in the spirit. We don't want to regard one another just after the flesh anymore. It's a powerful thing for the word to say that the spirit bears witness with our spirit. If the spirit of God saying it's like, yeah, I'm going to testify and say that these are sons of God. That's a powerful thing. And so when we relate to, when we connect to even one another as a church, we don't want to do it lightly. We don't want to take each other for granted. We don't want to hear each other. We're just, it's like, oh, they're just talking. And so we want to make sure that we're discerning even when we're talking amongst one another because it's a heart thing. You know, there's, uh, you know, I was having a, a, a conversation and it could have been real easy for me to be like, yeah, you know, I'm just having a conversation with mom. But as she was speaking, you know, I was quiet on my end because then she realized she's like, oh, you're, you're taking notes? I was like, yes. Because I want to make sure that I'm not just regarding anybody after the flesh. But after the spirit. Amen. <laughs> so as we do this, and as we stay in touch with the Spirit, because this is what Holy, not Holy Spirit, but what the Spirit of the world will try to do, it'll try to fool us. There's things that will try to mimic and look like it's the Spirit of God that if, if we're not discerning, and you can be deceived. <clears throat> and then you allow people, because, um, man, some people have touched, quote, unquote, the hearts of people in the name of the Lord, but weren't connected to them. And we want to make sure, God, I th- that we're doing things out of the heart of God, out of his spirit. Because this is what we see going on right now. People are trying to figure out, look, we got this stuff that's in the name of religion. But is this God? 
And then you have people that are doing things and, and coming up with stuff. That is not the spirit of Christ. It's of another spirit. But you can tell because it's like, well, man, it's, it's not the right connection. The scripture says this, that don't believe every spirit. But test the spirits. Whether they are of God. <laughs> because many false prophets have gone out into the world. Y'all know at the same time that flowers are blooming, so are weeds. And while flowers are releasing seeds and things of that nature, so are weeds. We look at those dandelions and we see it all the time. It's like, oh, man, and kids, you know, they pick them up and blow them. Man, they're scattering stuff that's going to choke out. So for we as a church, out of the spirit, are able to go in and uproot and to discern. And so it says this verse, matter of fact, you can turn there. I want us to look at it. First John chapter 4. First John chapter 4, verse 1 through 6. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits, whether they are of God. Because many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this you know the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come into the flesh is of God. And every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come into flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard was coming and is now already in the world. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. They are of the world. Therefore, they speak as of the world, and the world hears them. We are of God. He who knows God hears us. He who is not of God does not hear us. By this we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. By the spirit. We have this. And so it's our time to be able to be present and then to present the spirit of God in truth. And this is our time as the church. I'm saying this again because it's true. This is our time as the church to be able to rise up and in demonstration of the spirit of God. But to be able to touch the hearts of people because they don't know. They don't know. And even for the ones that do think they know, they don't know. I'm going to share this because uh, it just touched my heart. But I think it's important for us as a church to be able to rise up. And I mean church just even globally. And I know many are. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a bunch of things. But to be able, being able to be able to touch people by the spirit through conversation Be able to touch people by the spirit. You should have done some echolocation. Mom, boop. <laughs> Mom, where are you? <laughs> Here I am. <laughs> but to be able to touch, yeah, that, that was precious. To be able to touch people 
um, by, the, by the heart because there's stuff that goes on, and I want to bring this to our attention, what many don't know, uh, because there is a spirit in the land that is anti-Christ. But we as a church got to show up in demonstration, but not to be standoffish anymore. There was a law amongst many that was passed in the state of New York that now permits abortions up until the point of birth. Up until the point of birth. For them to be able to uh, uh, fully viable, healthy child, but if the mother for whatever reason, and oftentimes it, it whatever, whatever, but they passed the law, and then um, they uh, lit up one of those skyscrapers in New York and, you know, pink in celebration. The legislators, you know, they, they applauded it. And now there's another one going on in the Supreme Court right now about Louisiana looking to do the same thing. Virginia looking to do the same thing. And so with that, the person, the governor of New York, who uh, is proclaimed to be a Catholic, and they were asking him, like, in some of the Catholic church, they were like, well, man, why would you do this understanding our stance? He was like, look, I'm not here to legislate religion. And so with that, I'm looking at, I'm looking at this situation. I'm like, Lord, it's, a, it's another spirit that's, that's in the land that is against life. And this isn't a political thing. This is about principle. And so now, as a church, it's one of the things we can just be on social media and be like, oh, my gosh, this is so wrong. Oh, my gosh, this is so wrong. But if we're not touching the hearts of people, if they're not encountering anyone that has the spirit of God that can be transformative in their life, then it's just going to continue to be. And so what we have to be as a church is be people that walk in the spirit of God. That are connected to the spirit, that are able to reach out. You know, I have uh, actually went to uh, the Planned Parenthood that's in media. And it was on one of their off days, but I went and, you know, I just put my hands on the door and I just prayed in the spirit. But I was like, God, it's like, man, we, we, we have to... We can't be in the flesh and just react or respond in the flesh. We can't just do things out of the flesh. The world has seen enough of that in the name of Jesus. And so what it is, especially so now when we relate, it's like, Lord, I don't even know what to do. I don't even know what to say. That's our advantage of being able to live in the spirit. We walk in the spirit. Here's the thing. We sing in the spirit. We pray. The Lord's like, man, you got to live more and more out of this and not just react or not just respond to people in the flesh. Because you hear stuff and it's easy to just, just, uh, just get mad. And I understand a, a righteous indignation and, you know, holy anger, things of that nature. But it's real easy for us to be in the church Amongst the church, talking about, yeah, man, that's just messed up. 
yeah, that's messed up. Yeah, that's messed up. Isn't that messed up? Man, the word says, yeah, I know the word says this, man. And then, what are you gonna do? And then <laughs> we go out <laughs> with those defibrillators and people's hearts all jacked up, not touching anybody's heart. First thing we do, we need to pray in the spirit. Then we have to engage people, not argue. <laughs> because there's a heart of the matter that's beyond what we see. After we get past all the heated exchange, and this is in any type of relationship, after we get past the heated exchange, okay, what's at the heart? What's at the spirit? So we can deal with this from there. And then the Lord will begin because what it is, man, he's, he's, these lives got to be transformed. They've got to come into the kingdom. It's one thing, and it's great that we have the prophetic words about, man, the harvest and, and the stuff that God's going to be doing. But check this out. He's not just coming up in himself and just doing it by himself. That's what we're here for as the body. And so what we realize is God's heart beat is a heart for people. Is a heart for people. Yeah, the world is lost. And, I, you know, because I was just, just moved with just some of the things that are just, just going on. And it's like, man, God. What can I do? And then he said, as Ramon, he's like, I've given you a ministry of reconciliation. Which means that we can't just be silent anymore. Whatever platform God has given to be able to touch the hearts of people. Do it. Amen. And then however we can do it on a personal level. Do it. And understand it's like, God, I thank you, Lord, that what I'm saying now is not just my words. Matter of fact, I believe it was David that said this, Lord, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable. And how that's acceptable is when his words are our words. So don't, so again, let's respond in the spirit, by the spirit, and connecting to someone in the spirit. And there's all types of things, again, that we can do. It's like, God, I thank you, Lord, that you're going to cause me to touch somebody's heart. That you're going to cause me to touch somebody's spirit. What's going to be transformative? And God will give you some creative or even some very simple ideas. But again, we're not regarding anybody after the flesh. <laughs> Turn to someone right now and just, I'm, I'm just, just, even by confession, by declaration, just say, I see you. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> wow. And then if you do that, you move, you move accordingly because here's the thing. When, when you, this is one of the beautiful things as we grow and just even develop more in this. You're able to pick up and discern people even when you're not in their presence. Because we don't regard anyone after the flesh. And it's like, yeah, you know, I just wanted to call. Why? Because I felt you. Because we're in touch. So we want to be sensitive. So if God places somebody upon our heart, look at that expression. Placing somebody upon our heart, meaning if something's touching our heart, then we don't want to be like, don't, don't let that moment pass without a response from you. Whether it's a prayer or something even more active in, in calling or talking. If somebody shows up in your dream, and of course dreams can mean all types of, you know, could be interpretation. But if it's someone that you're in a relationship with, that call just to find out. Get, a, get an echocardiogram just to see what's going on. It's like, hey, you know, I just want to check in and see what's going on. How are you doing? We use that lightly as an expression. Hey, how you doing? Fine. And we just keep on going. If that's going to be the case, then just say hello. <laughs> hello. Hi. But if you say, how are you doing? Next time, pause and be prepared to wait for an answer. Or pull a little bit more for an answer. Because sometimes people are so used to hearing, hey, how are you doing? They look for fun. It's like, oh, no, sorry. I'm, I'm practicing something. I actually do want to know, how are you doing? And then it'll take them a step back. And then now it's some, an opportunity for ministry to be able to take place, to be able to touch somebody's heart. And God will equip and prepare us for that. And I say that because what's going to happen is, you know, as, as he continues to deal with us and making sure that we as a, just even make it more local as a church, as an assembly, as a congregation, and as we are not regarding anybody after the flesh and are in connection even greater and greater by the spirit and touch with one another by the spirit, it's going to be people that come from all walks of life that look all kinds of ways. They are coming. And the Lord needs to be able to send them to a place where their hearts are off and be able to send them to a place where we can be like, boom, we're not saying clear, clear, unclean. We're saying clear, boom, boom, back to life. Where God can restore and it's like, oh, I can breathe properly. Yes, because you have the, the pneuma, the breath. The spirit. He's going to send people that aren't believers and people that even are that have been in places where there's no life. But we have to be the ones to have the breath of life in us. Be like, man, I got a word for you. I got something for you. <laughs> and be excited about it. Be able to go up, it's like, yes. 
I know, I know who I'm carrying. I know that I have this ministry that I've been given. People talking about, yeah, my ministry, my ministry. The Lord's like, I gave you, I, I, I gave you my ministry. Yeah, you know, my ministry, my ministry. I gave you my ministry, which is to reconcile. How awesome is that? I'm just, just getting a picture right now. The Lord's like, look, this is my ministry. This is yours. Take ownership of it. And he's saying this, and how I ministered in this ministry on earth was by the Spirit. I'm just saying this because, again, we don't regard Christ after the flesh. Jesus is not our homeboy. That's right. Keep it real. <laughs> Jesus is my homeboy. Yeah, we're friends. That is so great, but we don't be familiar to the point where we're not being led. He's like, no, I'm still leading and directing. One of the other ministries of the Spirit of God is conviction. <clears throat> He's the one that convicts. What happens is when we as a church, if, if we're in the flesh, we're thinking that we're going in the name of conviction, but what we wind up doing is condemning people. The Holy Spirit convicts. And I'll conclude with this, I believe. <laughs> and he says this, and I had to write it down. He was like, I need my people, and me in particular, but you can include yourself, to be people of greater conviction. And, and so that way, when he convicts the world of sin, because we're present, it's not by the fact that, yep, you're convicted, you're going to jail, you're going to hell, and, and that's it. But the conviction comes, it's like, man, what must I do to be saved? And so the thing was, he was like, man, I need you to be a person of greater conviction. So that way, when you show up, my conviction is demonstrated. Have a greater conviction about the ministry that's been given to you of reconciliation. When we have greater conviction, a day is just not a regular day anymore. We don't just wake up as regular people. We understand. It's like, man, you know, I've been convicted in a good sense of the Holy Spirit that I've been given this ministry of reconciliation. I've been convicted to not let the world stay in that condition, in that situation. I at least have a responsibility to present to them the presence of God. And then they have to make a decision from there. But in the spirit, that conviction grows. You know, Jesus was a man of conviction. As much as people tried to pull him, they were regarding to him after the flesh. Yeah, you're the Messiah. Where's your kingdom going to come and, and overthrow what's going on in Rome? Y'all know Jesus was not running for no governmental office. 
He was like, render under Caesar's what Caesar's. So we don't want to relate to Christ in, in that nature. It's like, God, I thank you by your spirit. So let's just stay in a continual revelation that Peter had that flesh and blood can't reveal. That you are the Christ, the son of the living God. That you're here and still reconciling the world. If he did it through the son, now he's doing it through the sons. Let's stand. <laughs> Just place your hand on your heart right now. <laughs> yeah, God. We thank you, Father. God, I thank you, Lord, for just a greater activation of conviction right now, that we be people of conviction. Lord, I thank you that you've given us the ministry of reconciliation, God. So I thank you, Lord, that we are in connection with your spirit, moving and operating and touching the hearts of people. In the name of Jesus. So someone right now, just repeat this after me. Say, I thank you, Lord, for touching my heart with your heart so that the hearts of others can be touched by you. I thank you for your ministry of reconciliation that you've bestowed upon me. I go in your name as you. And I thank you that through me, that you are reconciling the world to yourself. Thank you for fresh oil. Thank you for fresh boldness. It's in your spirit, I live, move, and have my being. Forgive me, Lord, for the times I've regarded others after the flesh. I say no more, but after your spirit. Thank you for greater sensitivity in your spirit. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah.